0: Welcome to Sports Talk with r and J. I I'm your host Steve Risser with my co-host Justin Afrio. and we're getting closer to the NBA coming back. Uh, tomorrow the Board of Governors is going to vote on Silver's recommendation to have 22 teams play in Orlando and just recently uh, Woj tweeted out kind of the structure of how that's going to work. Uh, all 22 teams are going to play eight regular season games and uh, the, uh, t- the 22 teams that are invited there's nine teams from the Eastern Conference so the, uh, the only one team that, that's out of the top eight, that's the Wizards. And then the top eight teams from the East, they'll be invited. And there's 13 teams from the Western Conference that are going to be invited. And uh, th- those teams are the I – mean, we've got the top eight teams. The Grizz- Grizzlies are the eighth seed. And those teams are the Blazers, Pelicans, some good teams there with Zion and Damian, Dame Lillard, uh, Kings, your Sacramento Kings, uh, Spurs, and Suns. So it's going to be 22, uh, 22 teams playing eight teams regular season games and then if uh if like if one if one of the teams is within four games of the eight seed in each conference then they'd enter a play-in tournament if they're not they would just go with those eight teams to and and then start the playoffs Uh, personally for me i just don't think they i think they're waiting a little bit too late i know they they gotta they gotta do uh training they gotta do training camp and get back into it but i think july 31st is a little bit too late i think they could have uh they, they could wait they could just go to the middle of july and start this so they're gonna be starting it in, on july 31st and i think eight regular season games is too much i think they should just go right into the playoffs because i think this thing is gonna go right until till when they have to stop until uh october 12th i think you're gonna see the finals definitely in the middle of october so I would I would have went straight to the playoffs. Yes, it wouldn't have been fair, but in the circumstances we're in, you have to get the get the playoffs done. And I think I would have went just straight to the playoffs instead of playing eight regular season games and all this. Because that's going to take at least two weeks with the eight regular season games and the play in rounds. That's going to take at least two weeks. I went right to the playoffs, but it's nice that and last week with the NHL we talked about that. But it's nice that we're getting a sport talking about a sport that's that's co- coming back to return
1: yeah it is um i don't mind this i think that the eight games is too many i think it should have been like four um i do like what they're doing because um like you know for some of the teams that are close i know the kings trailblazers and pelicans are all three and a half back of memphis um i think the spurs are four back the suns are six back and then the wizards are like five and a half back of orlando which is gonna be tough to get come back you know from that but um I, you know, I, it, and I know, um, cause October 12th would pretty much be like two weeks is the next, you know, would be like the next, would be like the season opener, really, right around Halloween it is. So it's interesting. I know they're thinking about Christmas to start it next year. And I know for like the other eight teams who will not be included in this, you're not going to be playing a game now until December. So I heard they may be talking about doing like some, a fall. Regional league for you know, like kind that of would
0: be is. that would be the biggest waste of time ever. You did know, a fall regional league with teams like the Knicks, the Hornets, the Bulls, that would be the biggest waste of time ever. And nobody would watch that,
1: it would, but I think it's kind of like a summer league thing to get the guys going back into it because then they're nine, they'll be they'll be off for nine months and maybe you know for the rookies too because all these college kids are coming up aren't going to be fun, you know, having played against this March either, so it would kind of help out kind of everybody. You know all these, you know, for those eight teams, but yeah, it's good to have another sport back, and it should be interesting. I know if there is a playing playing round, it sounds like the eight seed would have to lose two games, while the nine the nine seed would have to beat the eight seed two times, but the eight seed will only have to beat the nine seed once. So it sounds like too like they're gonna give the eight seed an advantage as well.
0: Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not getting how they're gonna do that play in if they do it. Do you know more about that, Justin?
1: I, that's kind of what I was trying to read. That was like the only big. New, that's kind of what the only thing I got out of it because I I didn't I haven't seen anything. If there's like a tiebreaker between two nine seeds, like if it, it's gonna be like oh like a nine and a ten seed, do they play like a single uh, like a single game or to move on to play the eight seed? I haven't seen anything on that yet. I've been trying to look, you know, since Mojo announced that. What about an hour hour and a half ago? I haven't been able to find anything else on it. That was kind of really the only thing I found in
0: the play playing around yeah I mean the, it used are pretty self-explanatory because say the wizards end up like four games behind the magic or the Nets they probably play like a best of three play in series to get in to, to see who the eight seed is gonna be but in the West is a little more it's a little bit more complicated because say you have all 13 of those teams end up like you know <laughs> being four games within you know the eighth seed which doesn't have a great chance of happening because the Suns are six games out and the Spurs are four games out but still, I mean, if you have all you have all uh, six of those teams within like in four games, it's going to be hard to see how they're going to do that playing.
1: Yeah, it would so it, it's interesting. I don't know. I think they would have to do, especially at this point. I think it would have to be like NCAA tournament type thing, where it's you know game one game and move on. I think that's gonna ha- how you're gonna have to do it until you get to that um, final point where it's like the eight versus the nine seed. I I think they're gonna have to because. I don't know how much longer you want it to drag on to because you're only going to have like two months for an offseason, too. So they got to get all the draft on. So the draft lottery, all that done in, you know, two months really, just over two months.
0: Oh, oh yeah. I mean, it, yeah, I think the draft lottery is going to be within the going on during the playoffs. It usually is. It's usually done like. Right, right. At the beginning of the conference finals, usually do the draft lottery.
1: They announced it, it's going to be like two weeks before the draft. It's like October fourth or October sixth. It's somewhere right around that range. It's the like lottery is like going to be then. Yeah, actually, that's late to do.
0: That's late to do the lottery because usually the lot the uh, lottery is uh, in the middle of May and the drafts in late June. So that's that's kind of late to do the lottery and uh, uh that that's that, that's kind that's kind of late. And if players announce that they're going to declare or not, yeah.
1: Um, today is actually supposed to be the, the deadline. Yeah, the deadline. But I think they're going to extend that. They haven't given another date, but um, it sounds like it's going to be extended till, um, they, they didn't give a date, but it is extended.
0: They, they have to extend that because, yeah. I mean, they can't just have a, have a deadline for guys coming out to the uh, guys coming out after the, after the draft. And then like, and in the the NBA season's still going on. So, the, yeah. So, yeah. Cause you know, they're not going to have the draft until...
1: October, Maybe late
0: late October.
1: October twentieth, I think is the that's day. the date. Yeah, that's what I saw. Okay,
0: that's a that's a Tuesday, I think. Is it? Yeah, I think so because because the, the Giants play on a Thursday night on the twenty second. Oh. So yeah, I, I think that's a Tuesday. But yeah, so the lottery is going to be two weeks uh, at two weeks uh, bef- before the draft. That's 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 unusual because I thought they would have it just in the middle of when things were happening or when the playoffs were happening.
1: That's why I figured they would do it, but it it is weird that they're gonna wait that long, you know. And then you kinda have two weeks to kinda decide who you want, you know, where you're gonna be positioned. So it's a lot of take in for some of those owners a lot. You know, those few weeks right there. I'm trying to find it, but
0: yeah i mean it it is it is it is for those but we'll talk about like what what what's who does it format who does this format benefit and who does this format hurt and we'll start in the eastern conference i think we look at the top teams in the east you look at the uh you look at the bucks you look at the you look at the raptors are the number two seed the celtics number three seed uh sixers are the, the number six seed pacers number five heat number four and uh the the nets are the number seven seed uh Magic eight, uh, Wizards nine. I think this hurts as a team, like a team like the Bucks, a little bit because they're not going to have that home court advantage. They're going to be playing in Orlando with no fans. I mean, this is this is the this is the hand we've been dealt. I mean, with with everything that's been going on, this is the hand we've been dealt. So you really can't complain about it. But that's I think it's going to hurt them a little bit. Like because I thought they were clearly the favorite to go to the NBA Finals before the Corona before, before everything happened. So that I thought they were clearly the favorite, but. I could see now Raptors is tough because they don't really have that great super, that superstar player, but I could see the Celtics making a run. I could see I could see uh, I could see the Sixers making a run. I the Heat the Heat tech, I could see them too because they have Jimmy Butler and they're and they're really good defensively. Uh, the the Pacers they, if they if Oladipo can get back to form they they have a chance. And then one team that's a sleeper, you know, the team we're going to be talking about and that's the nets if kevin durant somehow comes back i don't think kyrie irving is going to come back but kevin durant might come back so that's that team definitely could that team definitely could make a run there too so the, that's the thing about having a neutral site it, it definitely opens opens things up and like say like and, and it changes kind of how a seven game series gets played like sometimes like if you're like down 0-1 and you're the home team game 2 is pretty much a must win because you don't want to go down 0-2 going on the road and playing game 3 now with it being a neutral site, really those games really don't have a lot of significance. Like, you could get down 0-2 and then come back and, and win the Series 4-2 because there's really no home home court advantage with it being played in a neutral site.
1: Yeah, so, it, yeah, it, it's interesting. I think the team that – I think you know, it all depends on how these teams come out and play these first – you know, these eight regular season games and how they perform because, you know – it's such a weird thing to have to do with, you know, Mar- you know, if you're playing all the way. I, I March, Martin, you get two months. Now you had to really gear up. You have eight games to get ready for, you know, the playoffs. So yeah, like a team like the Nets, definitely if they, you know, if they get KD back. Um, they're definitely scary. The bucks, it does hurt like the Bucks, Definitely. Um, but yeah, I can, you know, I think anybody could really, for the most part, maybe make, make a runner, you know, I think we could have some closer series and some, especially in like that first round. You know, where it always seems like it's a five game series. Um, That's also something. Also, I I assume too the playoffs are still going to be best of seven. They never said anything
0: about they're that. Gonna, they're. I think they're going to be best of seven. like in the NHL. They said like the first two rounds they're still deciding conference finals and the finals are best of seven. The NBA I think, think's gonna be best of seven the whole way through.
1: Yeah, that's what it seems like. So, it almost takes a. Uh, probably why it ends to October 12th um but I you know I could definitely see some of these first round series like a 1-8 you know be like a maybe go five six games because again the, some of these teams are going to be rusty and how do the how do the, like the top seeds to manage their players too in the like how do the Lakers manage like now LeBron's going to want to be out there forty. 40 minutes game, but yeah, but I it. think
0: you're. I think you're going to see some load management because do yeah. seats really matter when there's like no home court advantage now? With the Clippers and Lakers, like I think it was more for the Lake on the Laker end to, to on the Clipper. Uh, I'd say more on the Laker end to be, to be the number one seed because they actually had more of the home court advantage against the Clippers, even if they had to play games where the Clippers were technically the home team because they play in the same arena and there's a lot there's much more Laker fans and Clipper fans. But now with like really. There's no real home court advantage. Do seeds re- matchups? I think mean are going to mean more than seeds because I don't think seeds really seeds really don't matter. That you really are playing pretty much on a neutral court and with no fans. So th- that's why it's going to be weird to see how these teams that are that are in, that are that are clearly in the playoffs how they're going to play these eight games. I think you're going to see a lot of load management. You might see a lot of games where you know LeBron could be sitting out, Kawhi could be sitting out, uh, Giannis could be sitting out. You could be seeing a lot of those kind of games from those teams because, be let's be honest, seeds don't mean that much. But I I, here's where I'll think here's here's where I'll say where seeds do matter. That's this it would be say you're the number one seed if if you're like the uh, you're you're the Lakers, would you rather play the Grizzlies and right now them, or would you be rather be the two seed and play the play the Maps? So that's where seeds do matter. Like and the same thing in the Eastern Conference. Yeah. Say you're the number one seed, the Bucks would you rather play the Magic or rather play the Nets, potentially with Kevin Durant? So that's where, that's where I was my mistake. That's where uh, yes, yeah, so I'll change – I'm going to change my thought. Yeah, that's where seeds kind of do matter. So that's why – yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how those teams th- – those uh, teams play, those, t- those top eight teams end up – the teams that are clearly in the playoffs, how they end up playing these eight games.
1: Yeah, definitely, because uh... – that yeah, two seed in the East, yeah, you definitely could get a chance to play uh, KD in the Nets. And that's a team that people thought were, like, for next year, are going to be, like, one of the top favorites to win the finals. You don't want to see them in the first round. So, yeah, I think seeds still matter a bit because you rather, you know, you know you want to see, like, a Maverick, the Mavericks. You don't want to, like, see a Houston. I get, you know, like, even a Port- Portland, you know, as an 8, 7 seed could be tough. You know, that could be, a, I mean, an 8 seed. That could be a top out for, you know, the Lakers.
0: Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Like, if I'm the Lakers, I'd definitely rather play – outside of, like, the Grizzlies, uh, uh, Pelicans, and Blazers, I'd definitely rather play the Grizzlies over the Pelicans mm-hmm. or, the, or the Blazers. Yeah, I mean, Kings and Grizzlies is pretty debatable. Yeah. But, but, yeah, like if you're playing the Grizzlies or Blazers or Pelicans, I'd definitely rather play the Grizzlies. You know, John Morant had a really good rookie season. I'd rather play the Grizzlies.
1: Yeah, so, it, you know, so all these seeds matter and all that. Um, but it, it's going to be interesting how these coaches play because you also, with having two months off, you worry if, you know, guys come back. And I don't, th- I didn't, I don't remember seeing anything about how long training camp was going to be in all this. So who knows how much practice time they get to actually get themselves back ready and all this. So they, you know, there's no injuries like the first two games. So you don't, you know, like, I could kind of see this kind of being like a preseason for some of these teams kind of, you know, maybe, you know, sitting out a couple of games, maybe ramping it up more towards like game, maybe six, seven, give them eight off depending. Yeah. I mean the teams
0: that are clearly in it, but the teams that are going to be fighting for those spots, like, you know, the the Pelicans, the Blazers, the Kings, they'll be playing these like their playoff games. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You know, and it could give them an advantage that they, play like a team like the Clippers or Lakers or you know, who may kind of just coast through and play LeBron or Kawhi like half the game, maybe less than half the game. So it does give them kind of advantage. But, you know, I hope what they do is they like make I I would assume they're gonna do this, like make the Kings have to play like the make like the um five Western conference teams that are fighting for that eight seed. That 8-9 seed have to play each other. That would be a lot of
0: fun to see yeah, those teams play each I, other.
1: I think you have to because then, you know, for the tiebreakers and all that, I think it makes it much easier and all that. So hopefully they do that and make it a little bit more exciting. Because um, for most of these teams, it's really not going to be too exciting. It's kind of just – I guess it will be a sport back, which is a good thing, but it may not be exciting basketball until we get to the playoffs.
0: No, no, not at all. Now, now we we'll go to the west to see how, you know, which teams this helps and which teams this hurts. And I think the number 1 seed the Lakers, I think it hurts them because I think this takes away their their home court advantage. I mean, they're the number 1 seed right now. I think it hurts the Clippers, but I think in a Western Conference final, this could end up helping helping the Clippers because playing the Lakers on a neutral floor, I think this definitely could end up helping them. Uh the Jazz, I think it hurts them because Bagdanovich is out. Even though you know, and and they're pretty good at home, so they could, like, say the Jazz play the Rockets in the first round. And you saw that, uh, you saw that with the Thunder a couple years ago when the Jazz upset the Thunder with Russell Westbrook. The Jazz could upset a team, win a series they normally they suggest the Jazz throughout for years have won some first round series that they weren't expected to win because they've had a good home court advantage. Now, without that, and then without back down, which I think it hurts them. Uh, I think the, 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 the Nuggets. It could hurt them in the early rounds, but you never know. I don't think they're going to make that that huge of a run, that big of a run. I mean, I mean, with I like Murray and Joe Cooch, but I don't think they're they're good enough to make that big of a run, talent wise. Uh, but I think once you, if you look at the Thunder, I think they're in that same boat. Very good at home, but I just think talent wise this year they're kind of playing over their heads. So that, that might that that might hurt them. The two teams I think this really could help is number one the uh, Dallas Mavericks because right now they're the number seventeenth. They'll probably have Porzingis and. Uh, and Doncic back, and that really could help them. Not having to deal with home court advantage in the playoffs, they could make. I mean, they don't have the experience, but they could, you know, make some noise in the playoffs, especially in that first round. If it's a Clippers-Mavs first-round series, that could be very exciting. I think the team that it helps the most, though, is the Rockets because the Rockets are going to be playing. They have the they have two, arguably two top ten players in the game with James Harden with the Russell Westbrook, and they can, and they could be playing the Lakers on a neutral floor. If, in games or the Clippers and you never know what could happen there even though you know Harden and uh Westbrook have kind of li- have, have loser labels that narrative could end this year with them playing on a neutral floor
1: definitely and right now the Rockets are slated they're the six so right now they play the Nuggets in the first round so and with an inexperienced kind of Nuggets team I know they got there last year but yeah um so yeah I definitely think you help the Rockets I think think it helps the Mavericks it helps a lot of these teams that we're kind of banged up. They had guys banged up and now are getting healthy. And you could, you know, then they'll be able to have them here for the playoffs. Um, the Lakers at yeah, home court kind of hurts them here that they don't get that great crowd. They always do at Staples Center, um, but they pretty much, actually they pretty much clinched the one because they're five up they're They're five and a half up on the Clippers. So, you
0: know, that really hurts them though because they would have, you know, home court advantage. I don't think throughout the playoffs, but throughout the Western Conference playoffs, and they may end up having to play Zion or Dame, especially or even worse Dame Lillard in the first round on a neutral floor.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, then that could be very tough, and even like with momentum too. What was that with Sorry. momentum? As, with momentum as well. Oh, yeah. Definitely, yeah, because all those, eight, you know, whoever makes it kind of out of that um, eight seed, yeah, they're going to be playing well, playing with my momentum, so. It, it definitely could be a challenge for you know the ones the Lakers that there at the one. Um Clippers it's you know it's I it, it helps the Clippers now that you won't have to play Lakers fourth. But it could but
0: it could hurt but it could hurt them having to play a team like the Mavs a mm-hmm. team with players like Doncic and Porzingis on a neutral floor.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um uh, Rockets could be you know, Rocket I think taken um this helps. Jazz Kind of does hurt, but they're right there with you know that four or five match of the Thunder could be a very interesting one. Um, yeah, and
0: they got and they got more t- even without Bagdanovich, with Mitchell and Gobert. Even though the chemistry could be a little fractured there because of what happened during during the virus, they would should be able to beat the, the Thunder this year.
1: They should because you know Billy Dom has done a great job with that Thunder team. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know how they're sixteen 16 games up over five hundred, but I mean it also shows
0: you that Russell Westbrook's overrated that a team could be that good after he leaves. I, I mean, let's be honest. Yes, yes. It shows you Russell Westbrook's overrated, but still getting back to the point, Billy Jonathan has done a great job.
1: Yeah, he has. He was kind of on the hot seat going in. Um, let's see, Matt. Yeah, Matt, I guess a lot of people thought they'd be kind of, maybe had a shot playoffs. They've been um, good Grizzlies. They're um, with Morant. Morant's having a good year. Jackson. Um, I didn't think the Grizzlies were going to be a playoff team this year, and they're hanging right there. You know, and I think they're probably out of the – Blazers or um, Pelicans, that's the team you want to face if you're the Lakers are the Grizzlies because um, they don't really have that – they don't really have that su- – I know Morant is probably going to be that superstar, but he's not where Lillard or. is um, oh, no. right now. So.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I, no, 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 not at all. I mean, he's, he's only a rookie right now. I mean, he may be as good as McCollum because McCollum's a player, but not even close to how good Lillard is at this point.
1: Yeah, so I think, you know, the Lakers want to face the Grizzlies. Um, but I think that's probably the easiest out of those three that for the Lakers to face.
0: Oh, Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and now we look at, you know, I think this really helps, you know, this is what Lillard was asking for. He didn't want to play regular season games that with his team having no chance, his team now has a great chance because there are only three and a half games behind the Grizzlies. All they're going to have to be is four games out to, uh, to, to assure themselves of playing in a play in tournament. And I think out, out, out of the five teams, out of the uh, five teams that got invited from the, uh, the the five teams that were out of the eight, the top 8 that were invited from the Western Conference, the Blazers, Pelicans, Kings, Spurs and Suns. This team definitely has the best chance cuz they got the best player out of those out of, out of those five teams. And they were in the conference finals last year too.
1: Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um you me comment that great, you know, one of the best dudes in the backcourt. I know the Pelicans have really have played well since Zion, because they were nowhere to be found um, before Zion came back and got healthy. So they've been playing well. The Kings, my, uh, it's kind of been a roller coaster. Type Are they league. gonna
0: have Fox and uh, healed back for the play if they if they do this if, if they end up?
1: So Bagley, I don't really know. Um, I think Bagley should be healthy as a far as I've read. So but Bagley really hasn't played all year, so there's probably a lot of rust on him. Um and then really the Spurs and, and Suns really they, they're gonna the Suns are probably gonna have to go eight and oh the Spurs are probably gonna have to go like six and two, seven and one to well they're four. So they're four back actually. So
0: Spurs could get into like a play tournament. I think they could they could be around like five and get into a play in tournament.
1: Yeah they could they're gonna have to win five five six games possible possibly, possibly depending on how the Grizzlies play. Um But, yeah, I, I you know, I think the scariest team out of those five are definitely the Trailblazers, just with that backcourt duo, the common Lillard. And they have the experience that they got, you know, as you said, the conference finals last year.
0: And we've seen all the big shots Lillard this season. I mean, the beater against the Rockets in 2014 at the buzzer beater last. It's a thunder. So, we came up big in the post. This has been a team that's really underachieved. And I think this will be the last team the Lakers will want to see if they have to face – if they end up being the eighth seed.
1: Oh yeah, de- you know definitely because you know we we've seen we've seen the Blazers knock um knock on the door. We saw it last year they've you know those two and uh Lurkin, you know show up in the postseason and uh, the de- the Trailblazers definitely be a tough out and yeah I would not want to see them be the Lakers one hundred percent.
0: No, no, not not at all. So yeah, so tomorrow the NBA is gonna is gonna vote on this. The Board of Governors at twelve thirty is gonna vote on this. There's a ton of confidence. They're pretty much people are thinking it's back, basketball back already, but it'll be officially back tom- tomorrow once they vote on this. I mean, there's a lot of confidence that this vote will end up going through. And I think they've they, this is this is a good format though. I like that the fact they've got this done to Orlando. I mean, there's things I would have done better. I would have went right straight to the playoffs. Maybe started a little bit earlier in July, but. It really in the times that we're going through right now, it's the best they can do, you know. And they and they made it fair too. And let's let, let's give Adam Silver credit. I mean, he did take the twenty two teams with the best twenty two records. Yeah he he didn't like pick like the, the the thing would have would not have been good if you would have picked like three Eastern Conference teams. Like say there would have been like three Eastern Conference teams, and say for example he picks like the Wizards, the Hornets, and the Bulls and then in the west he only picks the blazers, pelicans and kings. He actually picked the 22 teams with the best records. And I think that's that's why I think this is really fair to to, to all the to all the teams. I think he did a really good job of putting this together. I think I think that that that's that, that he did a really good job at that and I think that that's why I think this thing is going to end up working. I think this thing is going to start on July 31st. Yeah, definitely.
1: Yeah, I you know, I think it was the right thing the 22 and that's what i asked for last week to have the best um possible you know the best six records from like 16 to 20 or you know 17 to 22 to have a chance to you know play like a round robin or something like that to have a chance to compete for a playoff spot so i'm glad they did that i think they ate regular season games a little bit too much but it does give that chance though for like you know the suns and the wizards and spurs to catch up and have a shot for the AT, so I don't like that there's that many, but the Suns pretty much, if the Suns and Wizards are six and five and a half hours. It would be pretty tough for them to have, you know, gain six and um, six and five and a half games playing, you know, without playing eight games. So it's still tough, but, um you know, I think, yeah, yeah Adam Silver did do a good job of um, this format and, you know, and another good thing that he's done for the NBA.
0: Yeah, he's he's done a really good job as commissioner. He was his he was he wasn't dealt a good hand after this. I mean, it, it happened in mid the mid March? They had to suspend the season. I mean, they had to. It was pretty much the NBA was the start of everything shutting down when Rudy Gobert tested positive. That pretty much shut everything down. I mean, it shut down the NCAA tournament, it shut down the start of baseball, it shut down the NHL. It pretty much shut everything down. I mean, we I mean, remember I remember March twelfth. I mean, was it March twelfth? I think. Remember March twelfth. Very vividly. March 11th, I think. Very vividly. as pretty much the day where the world was never the same, you know. I remember there was a thing that the, the Mavs were playing. I can't remember who the Mavs were playing, but they were playing a home game, and they were interviewing Mark Rubin. And, what did you say? I think it was the Thunder. Thunder, yeah. Mavs were playing the Thunder, and they were interviewing Mark Rubin. And just after that, you know, the whole world has really never been the same. So the NBA kind of manipulated the way this, this – this, this, the way this thing shut down and I think they're I think it's nice to see that it's finally gonna start up it's more than likely like 90 percent 95% chance it's probably gonna start up again because they're gonna vote they're gonna vote to approve it tomorrow and I'm just really really happy about that.
1: Yeah definitely um yeah another sport coming back I know um the NHL is kind of getting their thunder there with the end of July start but now it seems like they'll
0: have to still compete with the NBA for their playoffs. Which they're gonna which I think hey They'll be in playoffs, so they might get a little bit better rating from the beginning. but once they get you know to late August, early September, they're going to be they're gonna turn into the NHL not getting the rating not getting any ratings even in the playoffs.. Yeah. Yeah. So we are going to go on to another sport that has now started to this really struggle process, probably the sport that has struggled the most, and that has been baseball. and they're stand and they're planning to start spring training it, from the uh, from the original plan spring training was supposed to start on June 10th so that's a week from today but the players and owners look like they are miles apart from uh, from fig- from fig- figuring out a deal but on Sunday the uh, players did send a counter proposal to the owners for a 114 game season that would that would run all the way uh, till uh, till Halloween and uh, you know the, the the players who are at high risk they could opt out and still get paid. They, the players would be get paid their act their I think still would get paid their prorated salaries and then on monday the owners came back and said they want to really do a, a really short season a 50 game season which i don't like at all i don't like that that at all having a 50 game season that that the players would be play, paid their prorated salaries. so there's really three kinds of plans to uh, start out t- 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 to have. You could have the 114-game season, which was proposed on Sunday, the 82-game season that was proposed yesterday, and the 50-game season that the owners wanted to do on Monday. So, And we don't really know the details of the 50 or the 114-game season like we know of the 82-game season as the teams would play teams in their division and then nationally teams that were close to each other and have universal DH. But it's, it's tough for me to, to say which one I, I like. I'm I'm thinking about it right now, but I know baseball traditionalists might not like me for saying this, but I'll take the 82 game season because I think the the 114 game season I think it's 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 going go to go into season, the, the, it's going go to go into football season it's going to go too long it's going to go into football season it's going to go into the NBA it's going to go into the NBA and NHL it's going to it will go into the NBA and NHL playoffs but it's going to go deep into you know the NBA and NHL playoffs. I think, you know, and it's going to be tough playing baseball in late November. It's going to be weird having the World Series around. I know it's weird having the NBA Finals, which we're going to have the NBA Finals in September, and I don't know I mean October, and probably the Stanley Cup in October as well, but it would just be weird to have baseball being played in November. So out of them all, and I think it would be the safest for the players to do the 82-game season where they have where they have the reduced travel. And you know it's not the most fair way to do it, but in the circumstances that we're in, I think – 114 running through October. Do you think teams out of the playoffs are going to want to go to like Detroit, play in Detroit? Do you think Detroit's going to want to play uh, Kansas City in October in Detroit when it's like you know 30 to, with like 35 degrees? No, I I, I think I, I think the 82 game season for me is the best option.
1: Yeah, I'm with you there. 82. I think 114 is just too long. And well, you're saying Detroit too. What fans are gonna go watch? Detroit. They're not gonna. They're not gonna have fans
0: at any. I don't. Th- I think. I don't think any of these are gonna have fans. Oh, you don't know for sure, but I don't
1: thing. think. I, yeah. I point. don't think
0: any of these are gonna have fans at the game. But do you think the players are gonna want to go all the way? Like, if they're out of it, they're gonna want to play in these cold weather cities in late October. No. No,
1: no. especially if you're not in it. You now. Um. But yeah, I think eighty-two makes the most sense because one fourteen, I just think is too much because then it runs into next year. Because the thing is, you're ending November you really can't push the start of baseball back next year, unless say, you actually say you're going to shorten the length of the season, you know, again, next year, which I know people have been talking like, it. you know, they should shorten the season a little bit. You would probably have to make that. Cause it'd be a very short off season for these guys. Cause you come back, it's, you know, Catcher, you report right around Valentine's day, you're getting done, you know, prior around Thanksgiving. So, wouldn't be much of an off season. Um, and I just think 50 is too short. Of-
0: oh, 50, 50 is ridiculous. I, it's it's going to be hard for me to take a champion seriously playing 50 games. Cause 50 games, you're pretty much giving every team a, every te- even, even teams like the pirates or the tigers, you're even giving them a chance. They could, any of those teams could have a decent 50 games and, and knowing the way the playoffs are going to be too, the playoffs are going to be longer. Cause they're going to have a postseason with 14 teams. Yeah. So yeah, if 50 games, you're giving – especially with 14 teams making the playoffs, you're giving pretty much anybody a chance. Yeah, it makes it fun, but is it really realistic to, to see to see that happen? No. No,
1: and would anybody want to watch the Orioles and in, in Kansas City in, like, the first round? Like, you're not going to get any – you know, like, nobody's – again, we'll probably watch it, but what really fan is going to want to watch Baltimore and Kansas City play them? playoff series you know it's not like a couple years ago when they were decent you know when they um when they were both kind of in the chase about five six years ago but yeah not now um I, I, it would be tough to you know 50 games and then uh the 14 team playoff it's just yeah it just seems too weird and pretty much anybody couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, 50,
0: 50 games is the thing I want the least. I, I want that the least. I mean, if we have, if it comes to that point where we have to have 50 games versus having nothing, I'll take it. But that's yeah. the thing I want the least. It's close for me between the 114 and the 82. Mm-hmm. I just like the 82 a little bit better. Cause it's a little bit quicker and it's, and, and it's not going to go into football season. The, 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 the th- Cause then the, the baseball season will go deep into, it'll go deep into the football season I and mean, be playing during, close to Thanksgiving. And I, I don't want that. Mm-hmm. So I'd say the 82. It's close though. I like the 114 because there's a lot of games and it's a little bit more realistic with who would win or lose. But I think the 82 would get the most. It would be the best for everyone because I think it would give you know teams that aren't great a chance, and it would be shorter. It would be quicker, and it would get over with. We get over with at 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 the usual time. Baseball would be over with.
1: Yeah, that's what they have to do so you don't run into next season. But yeah, because 114 too, I think isn't one of the ideas too is like on Saturdays and it's on Saturdays to do like, um, seven, um, seven, seven double headers.
0: probably going to be, yeah. Cause you're not going to get all those games in and, in, and, in, and, in, and probably like three months, I'm going to get all those games. And so you have to play double headers on Saturday and Sunday, kind of back to the old days when they used to play double headers on Sunday. I actually remember that. Cause I, I know, I know a, de- a good amount about baseball history, but so yeah, like back in the old days when they'd have double headers.
1: Yeah. And it's, you know, and that's kind of more taxing, for the pitchers, you're going to have to play four games on a weekend. Uh, you know, it kind of, I know they're going to have like the 20, you know, they're talking about the 20 man ta- taxi um, roster, but I still, I just think, I don't, know, I don't really like the one. Yeah. Four and 14 is just too long. I like the 82 is, I think the best option, but the thing is the way that the MLBPA and MLB are going at it right now, or the owners, it's going to, it, you may have to come to 50 games. at
0: the, Oh, the oh yeah. I think that's the most likely option because they're not even. They, it looks like they're not even close to making any sort of an agreement, which is which is, let's be honest, is a complete disgrace that this is this is this is over money. I mean, if 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 they, if they don't have a season this year, that they, they they might have to have fifty games because they don't have any kind of season I, season with what's been going on in our country with the coronavirus, with all the people that are unemployed now, with the George with with, with what's happening with George Floyd and all the riots, what's been happening in our country. And you're arguing over money—that is an absolute disgrace. If you don't have a season, and they baseball will—that's why I think they—they—they they need to probably settle on the 50. Even if they settle on 50 games starting in like August, I, they probably would have to. They, in the court of public opinion, they probably have to do that because if they—if they don't have a season, they are going to get dem- destroyed in the court of public opinion. Rob Manford is going to—I mean, he—he just—he already botched pretty much botched two cheating scandals with the Astros and the Red Sox. Then if he botches this, I don't think he lives it down as commissioner. I think he's done as commissioner if, he, if he, there, there's no season this year.
1: Yeah, I, you know, I'd agree with you there. They, you know, they're in trouble. Because, you know, even for the player's standpoint, too, is you either play 50 games and get some money or you don't play at all and you get no money. So, I think they'll play – you know, and I think that's what the owners are trying to do, is just make the players give in so that – because – they're not going to get anything if they don't play. So they're going to have to, you know, I, so I think, yeah, I think the more likely option is going to be 50. I would like 82, but I think just be 50 with all the circumstances. It's just, they're just so far apart. And even Max Scherzer said last week, he doesn't even want the MLBPA negotiating with the owners right now. So one of your biggest stars is saying that, you know, it's you're not at a good spot at the moment. And they're, they're really not. And now, um, there's a bunch of MOV teams now cutting all the minor leaguers because they're they can't pay that, can't pay for them yeah yeah so can't pay for them. So you're killing all these minor league teams now that um, aren't going to be able to support their players so it, you know it's a really bad time for baseball and if baseball does not play they are going to take a hit big time with the fans because they're already kind of losing them you know you're already oh they're,
0: they 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 they've lo- they they don't have the younger gen- they don't have the, the generation from probably you know right now probably like 18 to 25 they do not have those fans like, they don't have a lot of those fans let's be honest a lot of those fans are watching the nba and they're watching the NFL. I mean, a lot of African American fans. They're they're, they're they, they don't have a ton of African American representation in the game, and they don't have a ton of those fans watching baseball. So they're, they're they're losing on that front. And if they can't come to some sort of an agreement, and the fact the agreement is over money, that and that's the big problem. That's the biggest disgrace. Some of these players like Blake Snell and Matt Scherzer. Stop talking about money. We're going through a pandemic here. We're going through the worst pandemic since the great. This is one of the worst pandemics maybe in our lifetime definitely in our lifetime maybe in this country ever and then and then you have the George Floyd thing and, and things with George Floyd and all the riots and then you're talking about not coming back because of money stop if you talk about the health and safety that's fine stop talking about the money as the reason you don't want to come back it's disgraceful it's and, it's, and if you don't come back it is going to really 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 hurt your sport i mean you think it's bad now wait till you don't come back after this
1: yeah and, and you know and defend the players for one second. I don't, I don't agree with the players are doing, but this is the only um, way I kind of defend the players here is I see the money standpoint for them because they have their greatest talent in the world in baseball. They're the greatest 1% in the world at, their, at what they do. So, yes, everybody in the world right now is taking pay cuts. You're going to have to take a pay cut. You're not going to be able to get your full
0: salary. It's disgraceful salary. If we don't take a pay cut.
1: It is, and because everybody is, it, you know, corporate guys everywhere are taking, you know, um, you they get everybody take. So I understand why they're not happy with the money, but look, it's just, you know, I understand it's their skill set. Yes, they have incredible skill set to be able to play at the major level and make millions of dollars doing what they love, but, um, it is a bad, bad look for the MLB right now. And, and the players that they can't really agree on it. And it's definitely going to impact fans, especially some of them in the lower markets where they, they can't really even draw fans. Now what's going to happen when after the city, you don't play a season, it's going to be really bad. And so, you know, some of these, you hope none of these teams are going to be in, in trouble financially, but some of these only may have to give them, I don't know. It, they're gonna to have to come up with something. I don't, you know, it's probably gonna be 50 games, but I don't see them getting anywhere in the next few weeks where they can get going and play two games and then kind of end towards Halloween. I just don't see it at this point.
0: Yeah, I mean, they're probably probably gonna be the 50 games. They're gonna need more and more time to get this started. I think the I think they're leading, it's probably gonna to lead towards 50 games because they're probably not they're probably not gonna agree. That for, for, until because they're not going to probably make this deadline. They're probably not going to be able to start spring training on June 10th. So it's going to take time for them to agree. So if they maybe agree at the end of Ju- June. Maybe start. Maybe start spring training after July 4th. Maybe start right when the NBA starting in in late July and play 50 games. That would probably be their their best bet right now. If they can't come to an agreement in the ne- in the, in the next week or two, but they have to be playing. They're going to get blasted if they don't play a season. If they don't play any sort of a season. I know the traditionalists are not going to, and I don't really like them playing 50 games either, but I know the traditionalists are going to hate them playing 50 games. But with everything going on right now, they got, they, they, if they don't play a season, Rob Manford's going to be out of a job, should be out of a job, and Tony Clark should be out of a job. I mean, that's, it's, 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 it's disgraceful. They, they don't play a, a season over not being able to agree on money. That, and, 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 and that's the problem with Blake Snell did right from the beginning. He said, you know, I'm not gonna play. I'm not gonna play for this kind of for this for this kind of money. You can and then that was then that was the problem right there for baseball. You got instead of complaining about health and safety, you got guys complaining about money, and that's the the major major issue.
1: Yeah, it is, and because uh, yeah, yeah, when he came out, you knew that that was a start of it. And um, I don't remember I said this last week, but I don't know if you saw Brett Anderson's tweet from the uh, pitch on Milwaukee Brewers. He called out the MLB owners and said, you're making your stars look like the bad guys here. You're making them look like the villains. So, And which are kind of – I understand with, like, that last proposal, it's bad that they cannot come to an agreement. I understand why the – I understand somewhat why the players disagree or are not happy with the pay cuts. But in the end of the day, you're going to
0: have to take a pay cut because – yeah. You, everybody everybody in the country's taking pay cuts. People have been furloughed, laid off. People are taking pay cuts. You can't just say, Oh, I'm not gonna t- take a pay cut because because you know, because I I I don't deserve to take a pay cut. No, this is the worst, this is one of the worst pandemics we've ever had in our country. You have to take a pay cut.
1: Yeah, there's, there's no way around it. There, there there's no way. It's it is what it is. You're gonna have to, and if they don't understand that now again t- we haven't heard everybody you know like so some of these guys may not mind it but they have to the, the guys that don't mind this and understand that they have taken pickup they got to step up and talk and, and and talk to their fellow um players and teammates and say hey you know we we have to do it i know some of these guys aren't going to like it um it, it's you, you're going to have to your sports going to take a major hit and some of these teams even payrolls are gonna go probably you know most you know some of these teams are gonna lose payroll for years to come where some of these guys that wanna get thirty five million dollars a year may not teams may not have that type of money anymore to actually pay you the thirty five million. So I think this could be kind of a future effect down the line, you know, if they don't get anything done this year. Yeah, but I'd hate fifty games, but it would have to be what it is. It's gonna make the regular season very interesting for all fifty games, and not just the first few months. For you know, some of the teams. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, it, it's going to be what it is, and it, I think it's going to end up being fifty.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and, and already the owners have been losing lost a ton of money this year. You know, with with you know, no fans at their games, they're probably going to lose even more. They're going to lose they're going to lose over billions of dollars. But still. They wouldn't lose as much money if they somehow decided to play a season, salvage something. And, and this sport in the court of public opinion is not surviving if they don't salvage something. They have, they have, I don't think they're going to because this sport hasn't really done anything right for a while. Rob Manford really hasn't done a lot right as commissioner. But for this sport to win in the court of public opinion, they need, they need to play some abbreviated form of a season. I mean, yeah, it, will it be tough to sell it to, to with, with it? Well, if they play 50 games and a team wins a World Series, is it tough to call them a legitimate champion? Yes. But for for the state of our country and for the hand we've been dealt, baseball has to play some form of a season.
1: Oh, definitely. You, you, you definitely do. Because, you, you know, your popularity is down right now. Imagine it if you don't play a season and you're going to get casual fans that may turn on the game once. Twice a week, maybe they ain't gonna want to watch it anymore. They're not gonna want to go to watch a base, you know, they're not gonna go buy a ticket and go watch a game anymore. It's they're, yeah, they're definitely in trouble. Manfred hasn't done a ton right, and yeah, you know, he, you know, he could be in trouble if there's no season, you know. And I, I, and I would like to reward the teams that I've heard that I will keep paying their minor leaguers until August 31st. It's the Royals, who are a very small market team, which I'm surprised. The Twins, Astros, Reds, Boston in Pittsburgh. And I think even that the nationals now, I think it's their players stepped up and said, they're all going to chip in and help out uh, their minor league system. And that's really good to do that. Yeah. Yes. You know, it's, it's, cause that's kind of where you build some of your foundation, especially for some of these small market teams, like KC. they build their teams off of the farm system. So I could see like down the you know, again, I know probably most of these teams didn't cut their top guys, but um, it, it's good that some of these guys have stepped up. I know David Price is uh, paying a million dollars or, you know, pay or he paid like a thousand dollars of the last month's salary or whatever to help his minor leaguers out. So, um, which is a good thing. So hopefully some of these guys do step up and um, help out. So there is a season.
0: I mean, Joe just commented and said, the players have already agreed to a pay cut. They don't want to take another one. It's hard. To side with billionaires who don't want to pay millionaires. I think personally, both these sides need to find some way to get an agreement. Yes. Am I saying that the player shouldn't take, should, should I say, do, do I want the players to take another pay cut? No. But eventually, if it's for the good of this season happening, and it's, uh, you, you might just have to do it knowing what has been happening in this country. It just, it, it, you, you have to end up end up just doing it. It's, it's, I mean, it's tough to, yes, yeah, it's tough to say you have to take another pay cut, but it's just the reality of the situation in this country.
1: It is. And, you know, it, it it is. I know it's a lot for some of these guys to take another one, but yeah, you're going to have to do it for your season. Because at this point, you either get, you know, for like the top guys, get seven, eight million. Um, it's better than zero, it's better than nothing. So, uh, you know, I think at some point, yeah, they're going to have to just agree to whatever because, yeah, no season is really going to hurt the sport even more. It, it is sad that, you know, they can't even come to that they have not been able to come to agreement. Um, but, yeah, they're going to, you know, I uh, hope they come to some form.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's if they don't come to a, to a forum, it doesn't matter whose fault it is. Who it's it's going to be on both the players and the owners if they can't come to any any kind of agreement in this.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, I totally agree because both sides kind of just bickering back and back and forth, and it, it just they just seem kind of like they're not even hitting on the same page with the players um, with like the fifty game with the MLB getting proposed in the 50 games and then the 114, like that's not even close to what um, they, 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 you know, that's not even close of what um, they, they're not even close. They're, you know, the negotiation doesn't even seem like they're close to coming to agreement. Like, and they just seem too, they seem so far apart still. And that's for negotiating for the last few weeks. It's still not a very good sign at the moment that they can't decide
0: yeah let's hope this doesn't end up being a situation like 94 but the way it's looking right now it looks like it's trending towards what happened in 94.
1: it definitely is and it that's going to be worse and this is definitely worse than 94 too which they took a hit back then and now you are you know yeah they,
0: they took they a hit and then the mcguire so which we'll talk about on other shows we the 30 for 30 for uh, about it in a couple of weeks but the mcguire so thing saved them
1: yeah, and you may not rebound from this right now. You, or you may not rebound from this situation down the line. Yeah, so, yeah, but, you know, definitely, you know, we yeah. could be in trouble.
0: I mean, me as a sports fan, eager to wait for sports, and you don't want to come back because it's over money. You are going to really, really upset sports fans if you don't do it.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. And hopefully one day, they, or hopefully soon down the line, they figure it out so we can at least have some baseball, but, you know, I've been waiting to see Garrett Cole pitch and pinstripes. And <laughs> we may have to wait another
0: 10 months right now, the way it's looking. Oh, yeah, we could be waiting for a while, but that's for sure. That's going to wrap it up this week on Sports Talk with R&J. For my co-host, Justin D'Anafrio, I'm Steve Risser, and we'll be back next week bringing you any sports news that comes our way. Have a great weekend, everybody.